welcome to episode four of your friendly neighborhood mental health counselor. Today I'll be talking about healing. So if you're wondering why the topic of today's episode is about healing, considering we've talked about mental illness in the black community and trauma and the black community mainly focusing on racial trauma. The reason is after talking about such heavy topics, I think healing is the place to go. Healing is a part of self-work that I've mentioned in every episode. Remember that mental health is work, but it's good work. And part of that work, not only working to deal with whatever diagnoses or symptoms or whatever that you have, you know, healing is part of that. You know, we think about healing as far as like physical health to heal whatever ailment perhaps that we have, but healing is also on involved in the other parts of the self. And as far as like the emotional and the spiritual and the mental and stuff, you know, the physical is just one of those realms that incorporate the self so today like I said I'm gonna be talking about healing so first let's talk about what exactly is healing well according to the dictionary healing is the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again um, alleviating a person's distress or anguish the synonyms are to cleanse purify and basically just free from ailments so that's what healing is so That's the, like I said, dictionary definition of it. So what does healing look like? I think the first thing to mention when you talk about the idea of healing is that it is a process. And the most important thing to remember about that process is that the process itself is not linear. And what I mean by that is that the shit don't move in a straight line. It's not like you move from point A to point B to point C to, you know, so forth and so on. It makes me think of like a Doctor Who reference when he's talking about like time. It's like a wibbly wobbly, you know, time wimey thing and the fact that you know it's not just a straight process like for example the stages of grief like there are five stages of grief there's denial there's bargaining there's anger there's depression and there's acceptance and people think that that process is linear but just like healing it's not that you know you go through denial and then you're done with that you move on to bargaining then you're done with that then you move on to anger you're done with that and you know on to depression and um, acceptance and it's not like that some days you're in denial some days you're in bargaining some days you're in acceptance hell some days you're back in to anger depression it's kind of you know wherever you are that day and I think making sure that we understand that the process of healing isn't linear I think can take away some of the pressure that goes with it like I have to be like oh, okay well if I'm healing like you know I'm a little bit maybe better every day or it's like one step forward two steps back sometimes it's really whatever the process is for that person and I think it's also important to remember that whatever you know the process itself is individualistic as far as like the process for you know person A and person B ain't gonna be the same process because they're different people they respond to things in different ways they conceptualize and understand things in different ways so the process of their healing is going to be different you know what may work for person a may not work for person b and vice versa so it's very individualistic so you know your healing is going to be dependent on what you're healing from and your environment what stresses you have going on all of that impacts who you are as a person and therefore impacts your healing so you have to 
always remember like never compare yourself to another person because what they going through is what they going through what you going through is what you going through and that's what's most important because it's your journey it's your process and whatever is necessary for you to do to heal or to move forward or what have you is what you need to do and you can't maybe you could look at another person per se for inspiration to say like oh they tried this maybe I'll try that too that seems interesting maybe that jives with my spirit maybe I'm gonna do a little something with that that's okay the whole inspiration thing of it but it's not to say that if you look at another person and be like oh that worked for them it's gonna work for me like it don't work like that it's you know nothing is wrong with inspiration to be like oh that's something interesting I like it I want to try it but never say like oh uh, it worked for them it's gonna work for me if it worked for you it's gonna work for me because that's really not the way it works because that don't make no sense right if we are all different people you know our reality is based on our perception of the world and self and all that different stuff then of course what works for you is not gonna work like you know exactly for another person because they are in their own reality with their own perceptions and stuff so like I said healing very individualistic but that is the way it is meant to be and healing process not linear so I think about it like it is about the journey not the destination if we say that the destination is feeling whatever we like need to feel like the most important part is the journey how do I get to that whatever I think my healing is meant to or I want it to look like how do I get there because inside that process is where I learn I grow I try things I figure out what the hell worked for me what the hell ain't gonna work for me what is making me better what is making me worse what do I need to incorporate what do I need to cut out and all of that stuff that's all done inside the journey in order to reach the destination so again that's why healing itself is a process okay so then we say we know healing isn't linear it's individualistic it's a process it's about the journey that's the destination okay so then i guess the next question is well okay i got it all that down to make sense cool moving forward how the fuck i heal like let's talk about that how, do, how exactly do i go about healing okay so just like the the healing itself is a process and a journey it's an individualistic what is going to help you heal is pretty much the same deal you have to figure out what the hell works for you I think it depends on you know who you are as a person where your beliefs lie where your faith lies and all those you know moving uh shall we say components and stuff but some stuff that people can try so I've broken these things up into three categories so the first one is seeking help from others the second one is the mind-body connection and the third one is self-work so in the first category seeking help from others so of course this is a channel about mental health so the first thing I'm going to mention is mental health so seeking mental health services or therapy um another thing is to seek spiritual healing through things such as uh, meditation um, and Reiki so what Reiki is is like energy healing that technically you can do Reiki on yourself but you can go to a Reiki uh, practitioner or master who can do energy healing so it's all about the chakras and the flow of energy and finding any blockages and unblocking those blockages so your energy flow and stuff like that I have personally tried Reiki so of course I'm like hella biased and that's one reason I mentioned it is because um, I personally like spirituality stuff like I'm not a faith based person I'm a spirituality based person so I've tried Reiki not only on myself but going to a Reiki uh, practitioner and I have to say that's one of the most relaxing activities I've ever done like I remember like during the process and even afterwards like I felt like a sense of not only mental like calm and emotional calm but like physical 
calm as well like it just felt so nice but yeah if that's something that you're interested in you could definitely look up reiki it's spelled r-e-i-k-i and there's like books on it there's like websites on it and like i said there are um like things you can do reiki on yourself there's like a bunch of apps and stuff that you can look up and there are like reiki practitioners there may be some in your area so you know if that's ever something that you're like oh that sounds interesting i would you know highly recommend it um when it comes to meditation you can do meditative services with other people you can do like tarot stuff with other people as well as far as like you know finding uh maybe spiritual practitioners who maybe do tarot or do meditation or spiritual healing or guidance or i know there's a lady uh out here who does like sound meditative things with people in a one-to-one setting um like i've tried uh sound meditation in like a group and it was really nice i've never tried it like one-on-one but that's you know just another option out there as far as like spiritual healing and then there's faith-based healing as far as you know like in your church or house of worship i think i mentioned in like the episode about mental illness in the black community the idea of you know the church or faith-based houses of worship and stuff and the guys there as far as like preachers or priests or pastors whoever you know incorporating them into a client's treatment if it's appropriate and that's something the client wants to do so that's another thing you can do is like to reach out to your clergyman or whoever or your church family and stuff to be like okay in this you know space where I feel like comfortable and I feel that this is a a healthy space for me let me work on some healing while I'm here so that's the category as far as like seek help from others um next is the mind body connection so if we refer back to the previous episode talking about like trauma and what the APA talks about as far as the mind body connection and the fact you know uh it recommends that you exercise and you know you eat right don't do no drugs or no substances because you know that's really not helpful that's escapism and that that's not any long-term healing that's just pushing some shit off for another day at the worst you are creating another problem and that's not me saying that i'm vilifying anyone who seeks to self-medicate through substances like honestly if you look at uh, studies and statistics on people who utilize like substances a hell of a lot like the overwhelming majority are people who are self-medicating because they maybe have trauma or something that they're running away from and the substances whether that be alcohol or harder drugs or what have you maybe give them a reprieve from that like when I'm high I don't think about the traumatic stuff that happened to me or the negative stuff that I want to not deal with or whatever but it's a short-term solution that doesn't particularly promote healing like I said at the very least you're pushing your issue off for another day because when you sober up that issue is still going to be there you haven't actively done anything to work through the issue to to work on self as far as healing you know like the worst is you've created another like issue that then has to be dealt with because one thing I think people don't think about when it comes to like substances and stuff is that like yeah being on a substance depending on what it is could be not only really bad for your body and stuff but it could be bad for your mental as well because there are definitely diagnoses where you have like comorbidity or diagnosis that basically you have two at the same time more or less so you could be diagnosed with like depression and like alcohol dependence and that alcohol dependence can increase that depression because maybe due to uh 
behaviors while under the influence of alcohol may have caused like some other stuff to happen that you know then furthers the depression because maybe it's a negatively affecting like relationships or work performance or you know whatever the case may be so that you know pretty much is why the APA or really anybody advocates that people not use substances like I say you're not doing any healing you're finding a shall we say short-term solution for an ongoing issue that's not being resolved so like the APA said with that mind-body connection exercise eat right no substances you know the idea of promoting a healthy body can promote a healthy mind as well next is like pay attention to what your body is telling you right one thing to think about when it comes to mental health is in general is the idea that when you're talking to somebody about their mental there's so much linked to your physical as well as far as symptoms of um a mental health diagnosis that are physical symptoms so for example for people who deal with like anxiety and stuff um one thing you may ask is that where do you feel anxiety in your body for some people that could be you know having sweaty palms or having like the kind of butterfly in the stomach it could be nausea um it could be like increased heart rate some people turn kind of red in the face it's so many different things. I feel like depression, it could be the fact that you're really fatigued or it could even be that you're very irritable and stuff, you know, so you're physically like lashing out and stuff like that, saying being verbally aggressive or, you know, what have you. So there's so much link between the physical body and, you know, the mental and emotional as well. So definitely pay attention to what your body is telling you. Like, are you noticing that like when you feel in a certain type of way, okay, I'm having these butterflies in my stomach or, you know, I'm having the crazy heart rates or I start to like sweat. I feel like really hot and stuff like that. Like for me personally, like I have a diagnosis of anxiety and depression right but my depression started after like my dad died but my anxiety I'm pretty sure I've had anxiety probably my entire life to be honest but I controlled it pretty well till like I got older and I had a lot more stuff to be anxious about but for me my physical symptoms of anxiety is that I know like when I'm getting really anxious or even about to have like a panic attack is I'll have like the crazy heartbeat like I can literally like hear my heart like in my ears and I'll have like that feeling in your stomach like your stomach just kind of dropped out and stuff like if you ever been on like a free fall kind of ride how you just feel like your stomach just like kind of just like drop out it feels like that so I know that when I'm starting to feel those things holy crap all right I'm pretty anxious right now like what are my coping skills what the hell I need to do to take care of myself to get through this like whatever the hell is making my ass anxious at that time so like I said pay attention to what your body is telling you that's the mind body connection category so then the last category is self-work so once again mental health is work but it's good work so let's talk about some self-work so just to remind us about what our ray of sunshine was in the last episode it was a quote by audrey lord who said that self-care is not self-indulgence but self-preservation right so doing that self-work engaging in that self-care and stuff self-care is definitely a big part of healing because healing is a form of self-care i'm taking care of myself to figure out what is going on with me what do I need to do to make myself better in whatever way I feel like I need I guess to be bettered so again self-care is not self-indulgence it's self-preservation so 
you know, when it comes to self-care and that self-work, you know, asking yourself, like, what am I doing to care for myself? What am I doing every day to work on, whether that be like actively working on my healing as far as engaging whatever, uh, in whatever activities um, you want to do or feel like you need to do, or if it's passive, as far as that idea of just what am I doing to take care of myself today? Like, what have I done for myself today in order to, shall we say, fill my cup and stuff? What have I done to replenish myself that self-care just checking in what have I done to take care of myself and then the next thing is self-study or what I'm calling self-study anyway so reading up on whatever you know issues that you feel like you want to work on and you know just ways that you can do stuff in your everyday life there's so many like books nowadays on like mental health and like healing and spirituality and stuff that you can hopefully access um, to just kind of jumpstart even if you just want to like pick a book up and be like let me get some ideas and stuff about not only educating myself on my own issues if I have any like mental health diagnoses or whatever or if I just feel like this is something I'm dealing with what kind of material is out there so maybe I can like better understand it and therefore better understand myself and what's going on with me and what are some things you know that I can do to work on healing myself or bettering myself or you know like reducing my symptoms and stuff and you don't have to you know necessarily go out and buy all this shit because books are very expensive I can't be very expensive but you know hit your local library and see kind of what's up like I'm a library person I freaking love the library me and the husband used to go before COVID like we used to go to the library between two to four times a month just to get new books they also have a lot of movies so we used to get movies and stuff too but I just like the idea of supporting my local library and his like husband kept telling me I taxes pay for this so we go and engage in these books or in movies and stuff and I like the fact that like our library is fire like they have like study rooms I used to take my clients in there to be like all right we got like a little nice little space got a little whiteboard and stuff and we just about to you know do our little sessions in here and then we about to go like jump in these books or whatever so yeah check your local library support your local library your taxes do go into these things so you hell you might as well right so those are like books and stuff and they have even have like I've seen like dvds at the library about just like mental health and just understanding and stuff so yeah there's books there's like videos and whatnot but also don't minimize the impact of social media like this is 2022 we live in a social media world i ain't gonna lie and say my ass don't be on social media like keep it 100 every day like i look at something every day and i'm not gonna lie i'm on most social media just because i follow like stuff that's going to make me laugh that's hilarious because i'm like you know i'm a laugh kind of person like i want to laugh like my whole thing in life is like i've said in a previous episode if i can laugh at least once a day it was not a waste of a day so i follow a lot of stuff that's you know humorous i follow a bunch of instagrams that are either specifically mental health because there's a couple instagrams that i follow that are ladies specifically like black ladies who are either therapists or psychologists and stuff that work in the mental health field they have instagrams that'll typically have like a wellness tip of the day or something like that i also follow uplifting things uh, one instagram that i really like is called upworthy and it's literally just like really nice feel good stories that is like you know faith in humanity restored type deal 
So like I like those. So don't discount social media because I'm pretty sure if you listen to this, you likely have some type of you know interaction with social media, even if it's not you know really consistent. But just look on social media. There's a lot of um, so there's like Instagram that has a, a bunch of good ones. TikTok has a bunch of good ones. To be honest with you, I get on TikTok for ridiculousness, but there are some really nice TikToks. Like the very first TikTok I ever looked at was one that was sent to me by a previous client that she followed and it's it's, it's like a little uh I guess like cute cartoons but it was always something that had an uplifting like really sweet really nice message and she was like you know when I felt a certain type of way I fell down like I would go to this TikTok and just read all of these like really wonderful things that had these like really cute images to go with it so you know TikTok has some really nice stuff as well so, you know, there's books, there's social media, there's self-guided workbooks. If you have any interest in a specific type of therapy, like there's CBT workbooks, there's DBT workbooks, Dialectical Behavioral Therapy, which is uh, kind of like an offshoot of CBT. I personally love DBT. DBT talks a lot about the idea of radical acceptance, which basically is the idea of acceptance without condition, which is why it's radical, right? Because when we think about acceptance, it's like the idea of, well, I'll accept it if it has, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever, if it meets ABC conditions and stuff. Like, I'll do this if it has this, this, and this, right? But when you talk about radical acceptance, it's the idea that I accept unconditionally, that I accept it for what it is, everything that is not, everything that it will never be, and it's just as is. It's like when you go to the store and you see the discounted can of beans that got like a big ass dent in it, and then put the little discount stick on it because they say you got to take it as is. That's radical acceptance. You take it as is. So some statements about radical acceptance are like, which I'm positive y'all have said at some point in time, it is what it is. That is a statement of radical acceptance. It is what it is because it in fact is. I cannot change it. Uh, that's not within my power and stuff. So I accept it for it, what it is because it, it is what it is. So y'all look at y'all out here using DBT radical acceptance and don't even know it. I'm already proud of y'all. So if you're interested in those like self-help guides, there are some out there. There's a DBT workbook that I'll have to put the name in the description because I can't remember it off the top of my head but it's lovely workbook I used to use it with my clients and it's very it's basically like you can use it with a professional you can use it by yourself because it goes through a bunch of different activities and stuff breaks down how to use it when to use it what it can be used for but it's a lot of different like techniques that can be really helpful a lot of different uh, coping skills it explains like radical acceptance and the importance of interpersonal skills and stuff like that so if you're interested you know that would be a potentially good one to try or to just like explore and like I said I'll put that name in the description because I for the life of me can I remember it off the top of my head and lastly under the self-work category is the idea of creating new habits you know they say it takes about like 30 days or something like that to create a new habit so you know when we talk about like healing and the importance of it creating a new habit can be very like helpful to say like okay if I and working on my healing and I want to try this particular like technique or I want to explore this particular avenue of maybe spirituality of you know like some self-study or going to therapy for a specific amount of time or something you know create a habit I'm going to go to therapy once a week or I'm going to meditate for 10 minutes a day or I'm going to 
check in with my pastor every Sunday after church or something like that. I have the Bible study on Wednesdays or whatever. Or, you know, I'm going to exercise three times a week for 30 minutes or, you know, just whatever habit you feel like would be helpful in your healing journey create those new habits and just you know that by working on to create a new habit as well it'll help to kind of help with exploring these different avenues that you can take in your healing to see if that's something that works for you and if it is excellent you know i encourage you to continue it if it's something that doesn't work that's perfectly fine as well because it's never to me a failure to say, oh, this did not work for me. That's not a bad thing because now at the very least, you know, well, this doesn't work for me. So I'm not going to spend more time, energy, and potentially money on it. I'm going to put it to the side and say, okay, now I know that that doesn't work for me. So I'm going to try something else that potentially may work for me. So, you know, that's kind of half of a part of the issue, right? Is figuring out what works for you. You also have to figure out what doesn't work for you. You know, in order to narrow it down, you know, you got to start weeding some stuff out. So, yeah, so those are some different things you can do to heal. Um, as far as, you know, like we said, seek help from others, that mind-body connection, and, and the self-work as well. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, like, so far I've talked about some heavy stuff that's, you know, as far as, like, stuff with the black community. We talked about trauma, the idea of, like, racial trauma, and how just being black in America, or even in the world, because really, let's keep it 100, anti-blackness is fucking global. It's, it's ridiculous. But just walking around as we are black people beautiful lovely magical black people there are certain negatives that go along with that from the outside world as far as the society we live in and white supremacy and you know just the bullshit so i think the idea of healing is something that we all need to engage in because you know it's the idea of like if every day you assaulted with some bullshit that's so much weight to carry right whether it be mental weight spiritual weight emotional weight or whatever that is a lot to carry so what are you doing to unload what are you doing to heal that wound that can never truly close because something's always you know poking it and keeping it open but it's still worth it to work on the healing of it or even if you don't want to think about it as healing just the idea of what am I doing to continuously love on myself because I know that there are so many shall we say forces at play that are working towards my downfall to a certain degree so what am I doing to continuously love myself what am I doing to to heal myself to fortify myself in order to continue to persevere in a world that would frankly like to see my downfall but I never fall because I came from ancestors and from a community that is if nothing else so beautiful and so fucking resilient I feel like that's one reason that black people are magical is because we are so resilient and we're so beautiful in the fact that we still blossom we're still creative we're still expressive with so many beautiful things and I think to a certain degree it's not just the perseverance but there is also always a sense of healing inside this community as well and I think because of that constant healing you know that's why we're able to be so wonderful as we are but it still has to be active it still has to be what am I doing to you know heal myself and therefore better myself and better my community and stuff as far as the community, like healing has to happen, like I said before, within the individuals to, to work on, then out to, you know, spread out to community, almost like a pay for kind of deal. But, you know, 
black I talked about in the second episode as far as like mental illness in the black community and those negative narratives we need to work on like healing those narratives so that way we can be the versions of ourselves we want to be and not be held back by negative narratives and stuff and you know start from self and move forward like work on your healing working on being the best version like of yourself you know be the ideal person or not necessarily ideal but the the version of yourself you have in your head that you like oh well if I had you know if I did this 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 and this or I had this 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 and this like this is I'd be like the baddest bitch ever or whatever like work on towards being that person like figure out well what's the difference between me now and that person you know work on the betterment of self and the healing and stuff and of course this is about mental health and about like bettering the self as far as like mentally and emotionally and spiritually and stuff so that's the healing I'm talking about but never discount like I said before the connection between the body and the mind in that I'm working on healing my body I need to work on healing my mind and vice versa if I'm working on healing my mind you know let that kind of trickle down to my body as well and most of the time they kind of go together without necessarily thinking about it because that's one thing they're like if you have depression you know maybe start to exercise because exercise releases different like endorphins and stuff so even potentially start to exercise and give you some good like dopamine and whatnot so that way it'll help you to feel better which is kind of crazy because a lot of times when people have depression they don't want to exercise because they don't want to necessarily do anything like I know when my depression was like really bad I didn't want to do jack shit like I legit went to work and I don't even know how I did that like I legit can't even tell you what the hell I was doing at work but somehow I was working I would go to work come home and literally do nothing like I had the energy to do nothing I had the desire to do fuck all so I just didn't do anything so and that included freaking exercise because I was like why I don't want to get out of my bed why what you talk about going exercise ain't nobody going to no damn gym plus it was like you know still in the remains of COVID and shit and just just no but you know I got on antidepressants started getting a little bit better and then actually started to work on that mind body connection and spiritual and of course I'm still a work in progress still working on it me and my therapist talk about that so much the idea of I understand logically that it is a process but I am also one of those people who be like fuck this process why we can't just skip to the end you know kind of like that Adam Sandler movie like click why we can't just press the fast forward get me to my end and then you know I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna be cool like I'm gonna be right as rain and shit but I understand it doesn't work that way and you know there's no payoff there because I haven't worked for it gotta ask myself to quote what is that movie um the girl next door dude said is the juice worth the squeeze like is the end worth the process to get the and yeah if I'm talking about my own betterment my own healing and stuff then hell yeah the work is worth it but I understand it's going to take a while it's going to take well frankly a lot of damn work and just figuring out what is that going to look like for me but that's my healing and that's my journey and stuff and the only reason like I bring up my own shit like what I said before we got to normalize the idea that struggling is normal the ups and downs of life is normal 
And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that to say that, you know, some days are better than others. Like I'm feeling great and I'm not really worried about or thinking about all these negative things. And other days I feel like a weight is like on my shoulders and on my chest and I can barely breathe and I can't really do anything. And that's okay. That's fucking humanity. It's all up and down some days are better than others and that's perfectly fine I think the idea that you know you should always be right as rain or that whole idea of like what you said just you know just don't just don't be sad or you know you're gonna get over that or whatever like the whole idea that we gotta rush through like our emotions and stuff is some bullshit like if I feel how I feel then that is how I feel there's nothing wrong with that that's the way I have reacted to whatever situation stimuli whatever and that is fine like why do I need to rush my emotions why do I have to minimize them to say that they aren't what they are that is a part of me there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing inherently wrong with feeling however the fuck you feel that's a part of you that's a part of your journey that's a part of your story just embrace it and go with it like there's nothing wrong with any of that and when we put that language out there when we put that narrative that you just need to get over it or buck up soon or what have you and stuff you're basically telling me that my emotions aren't what they need to be they aren't normal they aren't okay they aren't acceptable well you can kiss all my whole brown ass because they are if something is a part of me there's nothing wrong with that if if I feel that okay well that's something that doesn't serve me it doesn't make me you know per se better or doesn't make me feel maybe content or it doesn't it's something that doesn't sit right with my spirit okay if that's the case and I feel like okay well I want to change that but to say that my emotions are not okay then that's not okay if you can say that the behavior that follows that emotion is not okay like for example anger natural emotion nothing wrong with being angry i hate when people say well don't be angry ain't nothing wrong with being fucking angry something happened and my response to that is being angry ain't shit wrong with that i'm angry god damn it i'm gonna be fucking angry you telling me don't be angry it's gonna make me fucking angrier because then i'm like well why are you judging my anger okay like back up off my goddamn anger it's meant to be it that's how i reacted it was natural okay i'm angry but if you say it's okay for you to be angry it wasn't okay for you to punch that fucker in the face okay we had a different situation here my anger totally fine me punching this asshole in the face totally not fine i shouldn't put my hands on nobody now i can understand why you said you you got a lie dog be like oh okay okay i, I gotta get you dog i get you all right, my anger is not an excuse for me to be physically violent or aggressive to another person or even myself. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes fucking sense. But to say that my anger in and of itself is not okay, no. We're going to shut that shit down immediately. I don't believe in that. That's some bullshit. All emotions are valid. They are natural responses to something. So don't know. let nobody tell you don't feel what you feel feel what you feel but never let your emotions per se be an excuse for poor behavior it can explain why you did what you did it does not excuse the fact that you did it so that's the difference feel what you feel beloved feel it all of it don't try to shut it down don't try to scoot it away it is part of you it is natural then figure out okay once i've figured out what the emotion is once i've named it identified it then ask yourself 
what the fuck am I going to do with it? Am I hopefully going to do something positive or even it ain't even got to be positive I'm going to do something appropriate or am I going to use it to fuel into negative behaviors that could you know make my situation crappy or like worse or whatever right so that's like a big difference embrace the emotions name them and then figure out what the fuck you gonna do with it that's also a part of healing the idea of this is where I am this is where I sit this is me and my authenticity now I have to figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do going forward are there things that don't serve me cool I'm gonna work on those things are there things that do serve me cool I'm gonna leave those alone or I'm going to continue to funnel good energy into them so I continue them again it's all a process it's an individualistic process what works for you may not work for another what works for another may not work for you but that's your process of figuring it out what you need what you want figuring out in what avenue you know can you take to achieve or whatever so yeah healing it's all types of complicated but then we people you know people are complicated and that's perfectly fine it's all the journey and you know you have time to figure it out lastly we're going to do our ray of sunshine and our ray of sunshine today is a uh quote or well not a quote it's a poem um by alexandra vassilou i'm probably saying her name wrong she's a poet and an author she had a book called blooming and a book called healing words she in general talks a lot about healing specifically she talks more about healing from love but she also talks about healing in general i was like looking for quotes about healing and stuff and i came across this one and i thought it was beautiful so i was like okay this is gonna be the ray of sunshine to close out this episode so like i said this is alexandra vassilou i'm so sorry if i'm butchering her name it's a uh, last name is spelled v-a-s-i-l-i-u so that's yeah vassilou But anyway, so her words are as follows. My darling, be patient with yourself. Healing takes time. Healing implies kindness. Healing means changes. Becoming is not easy. Be patient with yourself. You are gardening your soul. Some flowers are meant to bloom later. I just thought that was so beautiful the idea that healing takes time and to be patient and that there's kindness involved there's changes involved and like she said becoming is not easy so be patient enjoy the journey there's nothing to say that you know the journey has to be really fast or has to be you know shall we say maybe expedited enjoy the journey enjoy you know the process of learning about self to figure out what serves what doesn't serve and to figure out you know the best version of myself that I can be and I want to be and understanding that as time goes on and I live and am exposed to things you know that can change and whatnot and that's a beautiful thing that every day you have the opportunity to change a little bit so you know engage in your healing in whatever way you need to and we work on doing our best whatever that looks like that day whatever you can give give it if you can't give a lot that's fine give as much as you can if you can give a lot I guess you know get out there and be great but it's literally whatever you can do you know respect your limits respect your boundaries but would just work on the idea of being the best version of yourself that particular day because like I 
said, it changes every single day as it's meant to because every day is a new day with a new set of challenges, opportunities, and, you know, everything else that falls in between. Let's work on our healing and let's work on being, you know, the best version of ourselves. I thank you for joining me as always and I hope that we can enjoy the ray of sunshine provided by Miss Alexandra and just, you know, work on our healing in whatever way we need to do. So thank you and goodbye. Thank you for joining me today. Please reach out with any questions, suggestions, or general feedback via email at neighborhoodmhcounselor at gmail.com. You can also contact me via Twitter at neighborhoodmh1. Till next time, thank you for visiting the neighborhood today. Goodbye.